Yeah. Once again, here we are. Another wonderful day for those that woke up today. Our creator, for whatever his reason is, got us up, whether we do good or bad. So, you have to know your purpose in life. And uh, everybody got different ideas what purpose of life is, probably on a general level. But let's just check this out. Because many people say, oh, false prophets will come, not just in the name of Jesus. You got to remember this. Yes, they said false prophets, false prophets will come in the name of Jesus. But they also said there would be people that would claim to be prophets upon prophets. So let's see what you think about this one as you listen to it. Does he consider himself to be a prophet? And let me put another thought in your head. Remember, God, a merciful father in heaven, only spoke to the people that we know to be prophets or messengers. Because even with that, there's a difference. I'm not going to speak on all religions, but I give you one. Within Islam, there's a difference between prophets and messengers. You understand? So let's just check out this person's testimony. Hey, y'all. This is Troy Black. Uh, so if you can read what my shirt says... It actually says, fear is for others. I don't know if you can read that or not. And this is a picture of Bruce Lee here. Uh, I felt like this is an appropriate shirt to wear uh, during this time, uh, especially when it seems like every single time we turn on the news, every single time we look online or whatever it might be, even when we're talking to other people, there's so much fear um, uh, surrounding this issue of the coronavirus. Um, if you saw my video I posted last week, um, talking about the main thing I was talking about was what God says in response to the coronavirus, and and the main thing in God's word that He says in response to every situation, every fearful situation we face is do not be afraid. Um, so if you haven't watched the video, go back and watch it. But what I want to talk about today is I actually want to talk about uh, three specific things I felt like the Lord, the Holy Spirit, shared with me uh, right now, literally like half an hour before I sat down to shoot this video. Um, I felt like he gave me three more things that God... Now, <clears throat> I have explained this in many um, segments, especially um, the ones on numerology, which I know we did a complete um, show on numerology. But as we watch audio or listen to the audio from time to time, I point certain things out. But um, he told you 11.30, then he said... There's three things he need to tell you. So we know with the Mason Lodge, according to what we've been told, because you never know what the truth is with these people. But 33 is the high rank of a Mason. And you see this in maybe in your city, you may see places and it says Mason Lodge 33, that supposed to be your highest rank. So this stuff be coded and that's what you got to know. Just like the Da Vinci Code, even though I never watched it, but obviously it was about decoding whatever the code was. So you got to decipher the code. So this is what we do, truth seekers. Sometimes we consider to be conspiracy theorists, but it's not about conspiracies when you're looking for the truth. So if you're looking for the truth, how that becomes a conspiracy? So if you're a liar, a practice liar, this is your career. You get paid for doing this. That's not conspiracy. So, like I said, let's just go further and let's see how far he goes with this. Because like I said, it said people will come in the name of Jesus. But it has it been also said that there will be people coming or claiming themselves to be prophets upon prophets. So, let's, let's see where he fits in with that. God is actually saying through... Uh, this this coronavirus pandemic, this this crisis that we're facing, and and the first thing I feel like uh, the Holy Spirit said to me is that God is going to use this, and He is using this as an awakening. And and what I mean by that is it's not necessarily uh, so much an awakening. Uh, you know, I believe it can be awakening for unbelievers. You know, for those that don't know God. But what I 
what I believe he's specifically talking about is, is it is an awakening, and God wants to use it as an awakening for those who know Jesus Christ, for believers. Now, my thing is, people who knows me, uh, how he speaks about our Father in heaven, the blessings he gives us, how we are not to be buying, for buying fruits and vegetables, how our wonderful creator has supplied mankind with every need possible for human existence to continue. That's clear as day. It's transparent. So let's see, right? Because you heard what he said so far. Because I watch some of this. Sometimes I don't watch audio. I just bring it, play for the show. We figure it out as we go along. Sometimes I watch some of it. If it catches my interest, possible. If it catches the interest of the audience. And we could dig into it. And people could express their opinion or their thought on it. We all may not agree. But at least we all are given a chance one by one. Doesn't matter if it's 14, 20 people in here or six or seven. Express yourself. Give your thought. Give your opinion. I believe every thought matters when it's being expressed. And everybody's opinion matters. Even a question. Some people say don't ask a question if it's stupid or if you think it's a dumb question, why ask? But sometimes I have heard people ask dumb questions in a conversation. Turn it to something of, I can't say, maybe not intellectual conversation, but a conversation of meaning or for stupid question. And it actually turned into something meaningful. So therefore, any question is liable to turn into something of substance. So who do you or how do you judge what is a dumb question? God is calling us to wake up. He's calling us to wake up. To the truth of God's word, he's calling us to wake up to the reality of God's spirit. And, and here's what I mean by that. You know, when we look in the Bible, well, we, we, there's so many things in Scripture that um, that people disagree over. There's so many things in Scripture that, uh, you know, um, people get mad about. I mean, I, I've, I've read the Now, this is what I say about our Lord. Our Lord is transparent. So you heard it out of a person who say, I guess he's a Christian. And, you know, people argue over the good book because it's called the good book. And it does have some good things in it. But at the same time, your Lord is transparent. Even from a distance, you could tell the physical shape of a man, a physical shape of a woman from a distance. We are also structured differently. Your Lord is transparent. You understand? He hides nothing. There's no secrets. If there's secrets, there's whatever secrets he has. But your Lord don't have us working in secrecy. You understand? So people who works in secrecy, which means they are doing something that's not correct. And many people does this. Some people is into secret societies and they go to masjids. They go to Catholic church. They go to regular church. But then the other side of their life, they meet with the brotherhood, you understand, and do their rituals and complete their informations and tasks amongst the brotherhood to give us, I guess, a better world in the future. They've been talking this new world's crap before Columbus and look at this world. And it's the people that works in secret. Your Lord is transparent. If he wants to hide something from you, there's no need. Same way another human tells another human being, why should I lie to you? Even if they could beat you up, not beat you up, whatever the case is, why should I lie to you? What I'm lying to you for? So you don't think your Lord has the same attitude, a much purer quality of not lying to his people? The Bible this year, and I've read things that Jesus himself has said, and I've gotten mad about it. You know, I've, I've said to myself, Jesus, how could you say that, right? Like how... Why would you say that? And, and what we have to realize is that when we read things that Jesus says or the Bible says that we disagree with, we have to go back to the truth that God is loving, God is good, and God is, he is way smarter than we are. You know, he's, he says his thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. And, and so when we read something in scripture or, or when God says something, even when the Holy Spirit says, speaks a, a truth to our hearts, you know, in prayer or in worship, 
if, if we say, oh, that's scary, God, I don't want to do that. You know, like I, I don't want to step out and witness to somebody or, or I don't want to pray for this person to get healed. You know, but if the Holy Spirit is leading us to do that, we have to come back to that truth that God is perfect and he is wiser than we are. And so when something. My thing is, like I always say, what is the Holy Spirit? That's okay. Maybe the Holy Spirit is like a, a messenger. Well, I hear different ways to be interpreted by different people of religious faith that believe in the spirit. But he told you that God sends him a spirit to push him. God don't need to send you anything. Right? If God wants you to be alert about something, sometimes the most dumbest and unaware people are at the time most smartest or more alert about what's going on in their surroundings or what's happening. So this is why I always say, don't let people with degrees intimidate you. We all have smarts. We all have intelligence. The only, only reason why some people may seem smarter than you, because you look at the occupation. But if a person is a psychiatrist, that's because that's what their studies consist of. So they have to dig in deep to know what their profess, profession consists of as they go for the degree. So if you talk about psychology, of course, they're going to sound super smart to you because you may not know much about it. You don't read books about it. You may have read some articles about it, but that's not your interest far as deep in the heart. So what I'm trying to say to you, don't let people intimidate you because of the occupation. And you're like, oh, this person got a degree. I know about people with degrees like this. You got to do seven years of college, six years of college. You must be smart. Why? Because they did college. So what about all the people that became educated without the school system? They wasn't smart. So like I said, don't let these people play tricks on you. You have a brain. Our wonderful Lord gave it to us. And we need to use it by all means. So letting people play these nonsense games in our minds feels wrong to us but it is but we know it's god's truth i think the first thing we do a lot of times is we go to the intellect and we and we say i can figure this out if i just think about it long enough but where god is calling us to go is to uh to humility jesus says you can't even enter the kingdom of god if you don't uh, become like a child how much more than should we be operating like children inside of the kingdom of God. So I believe God is calling us back to that childlike state of faith and saying, it's time to quit playing games. It's time It's time to quit going to church for church sake. You know, and one of the things that this coronavirus issue has caused is it has caused churches to shut down. We can't even go to church anymore. But the truth is, at least for now, but the truth is we... As I said in one of my other recordings, you don't need church, you don't need a magic, you don't need whatever the hell they call that. But anyway, there's a scripture in the Bible. I don't have Bibles anymore because I ain't going to go into that. But, you know, people just do stuff. But anyway, eventually I may get a Bible again. But anyway, in the Bible, Jesus, this is what they said Jesus said. Jesus said, those that come to you and protest themselves as Jews and build synagogues. They are devils. So I said, okay, so when he be saying Jewish people are devils, the three main religions, Jews are included when it comes to believing our great, wonderful father in the heavens, right? So I said, okay, synagogues is evil. But then if you decide to look at it in a broader picture, so let's say we stretch it out. Same way you do, you're watching your phone, you got to tap it, touch it, whatever, stretch out the image so you could get a better view. So that's what I did. So I said, if he said those that are, say they are Jews and built synagogues for they are devils. So I said, okay, well, does that also mean you're not to go to a synagogue, a masjid, and a church? Because God is transparent. He didn't build you in no church. I don't care who you may know had a baby in a church or a masjid. That's not where he built you. But that's not where he birthed you at. He birthed you here on earth. You understand? So you could worship God anywhere. Because to me, I could be mistaken. 
But his point is, this is a sign from God to say, look, I'm closed down to churches. You can worship me at home. That's common sense. Your Lord is everywhere. No, 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 no. Not like how they may be like in movies. I'm not saying like that. I don't know where our wonderful Lord is. Or I know he's above the heavens and the clouds, he even above his own throne. That's who I know. So sometimes you don't have to move to know what's going on around you. Have you not moved somewhere and been in one spot and could tell from the sound it's a car that got that crashed or something that fell off a building or something that fell out the window? You didn't even move. You could be sitting right there on the bench, be in a conversation with somebody, standing in that one spot. So we could do that. What do you think that our creator could do? Hmm. We are the church. Church is, church is not closed just because the coronavirus has shut the doors of physical buildings. So I honestly believe God is calling the church to wake up to the reality of what his spirit wants to do right now. Not just what's been done in the past, not just what, you know, what has happened in the church tradition or anything like that. But he's saying, Catholics. are you right now? Are, are you waking up and are you seeking me with your whole heart? And, and I'm not saying that in a condemning way. I'm not saying that, you know, in a I'm doing this perfectly and you're not, you know, perspective. No one knows if they worship worshiping God perfectly. All you know, you strive to make effort to use sincerity and basically how they say hope for the best. But plenty of scriptures are read in different books and it says one thing. You come to your Lord with sincerity and humbleness, your Lord shall forgive you because your Lord is merciful. Is he not? They come with all these things to keep you in fear, cause all these havocs within society. Some havocs seem like, okay, this is something from God. Because I've watched many videos. I watched one man in Manhattan. He told me this is the wrath of God upon us. He's trying to wake us up. I say, you see how beautiful this earth is? The creations, the colors, everything, the food you like, the food you eat and taste. As beautiful as this world is, you think our creator is that destructive that he's going to make a utopia and turn it into a dystopia? No, the dystopia portion of earth is our doing as people. Trying to shoot rockets up in the sky that's not going out the earth, but somehow it's messing up the air or whatever goes on up top above us. All the stuff they're doing, flack in the ground, trying to trying to switch the balance. You understand? Thinning out the layers of the ground. This is why they flacking. I tell you people, you don't understand these people as much as you need to. Everything they do is against our creator. It's clear to see. As I say, our Lord is transparent. If I, I'm saying this to myself too, because I really truly believe this, these are the things that God is saying to me as well. And so if you're in that place right now, I just encourage you to get into the word every single day. You might have extra time on your hands. I, I don't. I'm actually working more now than I usually do. But if you have extra time on your hands, use some of that time to get into God's word, to humble yourself in his presence and, and to begin to allow him uh, to speak to your heart in a new way. So they killed me when they said in your presence. Like I said, our Lord sees everything. There's nothing he doesn't not doesn't know. He knows everything, he sees everything, hears everything. The same way people are able to multitask. Some people be on a phone and literally be cleaning up. And may got some stuff in the stove with an oven and actually is on point. You understand? That's not multitasking. You're compensating, got some stuff going on on the stove or in the oven, and you clean up at the same time. So if we could do certain things, why people don't look at our Lord like that? Why can't he be a multitasker? Look at what he have created. So you could never say anything is limited of his skill. Second thing I believe the Holy Spirit gave me today to share with you uh, about the coronavirus is that God is using this crisis to present yep. opportunity to the body of Christ. And here's what I mean by that. Now, another problem I have with religion is prophets. Now, there is a saying, I don't like to deal with the middleman. Even in movies of criminal type activity, we've seen all type of movies, all movies depending on what you have watched is not based on criminal activity. 
But you have heard, I don't want to deal with the middle man. Let me see the boss. Let me see the person in charge. You may have said that at Bloomingdale's, Macy's, Conway's. Have a problem with the cashier? Yo, let me speak to your manager. Because the cashier is the one you actually do exchange with. But then it may be some disturbance and you're not satisfied as a customer. So now you want to speak to somebody above. And then sometimes that may not be good enough because you may have a supervisor say, let me call the manager or the, or the other supervisor for you. They probably could be of better help, whether it's he or she. So why not go straight to your Lord? Your Lord said, if you come to me in sincerity and humbleness and ask for forgiveness, I shall forgive you. So why people tell you, you got to go through Muhammad. They don't actually say you got to go through Muhammad, but they say you have to follow whatever Muhammad laid down or the words he has spoken of truth and righteousness. That's what you supposed to follow because he has a connection with our wonderful father in heaven. They said the same thing about Jesus and maybe some other prophets. But we also know between Jesus and the prophet Muhammad, besides the controversy that goes on between the two. To me, basically, they're supposed to be living the same life. We have a connection with our Lord. He gives us messages through the angels, and that's how we rock. But now, these people don't even tell you they're getting messages from the angels. They tell you the message is coming from a spirit. Hmm. God is giving us an opportunity uh, to shine. He's giving us an opportunity to, to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who need it, who desperately need it. Um, and, I, and I just want to share one uh, example of that. Uh, that what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? I could be wrong. I grew up reading Bibles first. Even when I got switched over and was living with my other family, with my pop side of the family, Bible alcoholics. I don't recall the gospel of Jesus, but I recall the gospel of Barnabas, the gospel of John, the gospel of Luke, <laughs> the gospel of Matthew. All these got gospels. So what is the gospel of Jesus? I guess what they printed in the Bible would be the gospel of Jesus. Because I don't know. Uh, like I said, I could be wrong. They probably is a chapter because they got so many different Bibles that maybe I just never picked up the right Bible and I didn't catch it. But I have seen gospel of James, John, and all this. I don't recall reading a chapter that says the gospel of Jesus. If, if you watched my video I released a week ago on the coronavirus, you know, uh, a few days before that, I actually like I sat down and I was I was getting ready for bed, um, and I opened my laptop and I started watching uh, a worship service, and it was probably about like it was already like eleven thirty at night, and I thought to myself, oh, it's so late, I'm only gonna watch like maybe twenty minutes of this, and then I'm gonna go to bed. Three hours later, uh, <laughs> you told you eleven thirty. I told you eleven represents the number three. I also told you in numerology, the zero means nothing. So if he told you 1130 and the zero means nothing, the number 11 represents the number three. What that gives you, three, three. This they stamp, they fucking coding and everything they put in social media. Don't care if they talking about religion or politics. He's talking about religion and he's still giving you masonry coding. I just... I, I could not stop watching it. I literally like two, went to bed at 2.30 in the morning or 3 or something um, because I'm... Now he went to bed at 2.30, 3 in the morning. Let me break it down to you. We know the zero means nothing. 2.30 to 3. The zero means nothing. Now you got two. So I'll try to explain that to you too. These people is weird. So now when you take the 2.30, take the zero... Put the three, right? With what he just said, three o'clock or so, that's two threes. So the two that's involved is showing you there's two threes, 33. They, they stamping their shit all throughout this shit. Same way they give you commercials when you watching your show. Yeah, they don't just fucking commercialize their shit and, and, and open. You understand? You got to decode this shit. Suddenly, I'm watching the service, and I just start worshiping along with, you know, it's pre-recorded. It's from years ago. I start worshiping along with the, the, these singers on stage, you know, in this video, and I just start feeling the presence of God so strong, and he begins to speak to my heart, and, and, and I got so excited in that moment, but I honestly believe that God... Now, the key telling you, <clears throat> God speaks to the heart. So, you ask yourself, did God speak to the heart of the prophets? Because, remember now... 
the prophets had to go and talk to the people with the words that have been delivered from the angels. So they spoke this with their heart. Yes, they could have. They truly felt it. But they didn't use their mind. How did they accumulate the words that was needed to be digested out the mouth so the people could understand? They just took off their clothing and said, look, my heart is pumping. You know, I'm some of God. So whatever I tell you the truth, I mean, you got to start making sense out of this stuff. It might sound sometimes hurtful because you don't want to go against what you believe or maybe custom to believe, whether through childhood or something you adopted along the way and took exception to. But like I said, your heart is a very important organ. But you think that when these people, they said Moses was writing scriptures on a tablet. So he did that with his heart? No, he did that with his hands and also his brain. Because how were he able to write this stuff down? Just with his heart? Um, that's how I tell you. These people keep promoting hearts. You understand? Celebrities, everybody doing the hard sign. It started out with Jay-Z making the pyramid familiar for those that didn't know the science to it. And started throwing up the pyramid. Not realizing Jay-Z is representing the devil. Jay-Z representing the secret society. And he had people... So many people in these crowds. Doesn't matter where he was performing. Especially, he just have to be on the list. But if it's something where he's the headliner, you see nothing. Top row, balcony, everything filled to capacity, probably maybe slightly over. Now, it went from throwing up the pyramid, as they say, throwing up the rock. Another form of deception, time you throw up a rock. But it's funny, because what is a pyramid? Stone. So it's not like, too far of a distance, but at the same time, hmm, all of a sudden, everybody doing them hearts. I tell you, never forget that you have a brain. That's all I could say. God was, God did that on purpose. He was preparing me uh, for what was about to happen because literally only, you know, a couple days after that, the whole coronavirus thing, you know, starts happening online and we start seeing more news about it and we start realizing like the reality of it coming here to the States and everything. And so I was, uh, you know, as soon as I, I started talking to other believers during that time and, and there was there was so much fear, you know, not everybody, but some people, it sounded like there's so much fear involved in what they were saying. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, why are we afraid of this? And, and I honestly believe, you know, I'm not always thinking like that. I'm not always like full of faith all the time. You know, I'm not perfect, but I believe God was preparing me for this beforehand. So I'm, I'm literally like in this like. This is what he telling you. He told you he'd been motivated to do these things. He did a video last week because God sent him the spirit. Like I said, they said there will be many that will come and claim they are the prophet Jesus or in the name of Jesus and say they are him. They also said there will be prophets that, I mean, people will come in a, uh, as a prophet upon prophets. So you got to ask yourself, let's go back to the Quran, go back to the Bible, think about what they say about those that was prophets and messengers and i think about what he's telling you so no he's not saying he's jesus but think about what they said an angel will come deliver the message to the messenger he's telling you the spirit came to him and this is the message he received from god so no he's not saying he came in the name of jesus but it's not a former prophet and if it's not i don't know what i've been reading then i think i clearly enough explained what i just said spiritual high thinking oh my gosh there's nothing god cannot do right like god is so amazing his presence is so incredible and and then it gets to that point and i'm like man we need as the body of christ we need to respond to this as an opportunity to reach the lost and so i created that video and and i just want to share with y'all and kind of let you celebrate with me i've seen people respond to that video already um and let me know that they've given their life to jesus christ because of what god said to them through that video um, and, and that just excites me so much. And the reason is because that's the, that's the very reason. God don't need to talk to anyone through no video. Now, as wicked as the Catholic churches, do they go through a video? No. They go to another form of creation and tell them they sins. And then the other form of creation says, you have been forgiven. So like, how do you know what this man has been forgiven? When in your own scriptures, it said you are to go to the Father, ask for forgiveness. So if I go to a man, tell him my sins, and he tell me I've been forgiven, 
is that the same thing as going to the father? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just too old fashioned or just caught up with trying to get to the roots of our creator. Maybe I could be all wrong. Maybe these people were all right. It's meant for you to go to another human being, tell me your sins, and they could tell you you've been forgiven because, hey, 200 Hail Marys, 149 Hail Marys, whatever how many Hail Marys, you've been forgiven. Go about your day. Don't ever do this sin again. I'm here doing what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm not here for any other reason than other, other than to build the kingdom of God. To respond to what God has given me to do, like and you know, I'm not good. I'm not great at doing what He's what asking me to do all the time. Doing? But I'm just trying to be obedient. What was prophet supposed to be doing? Was they not supposed to be building the kingdom of God here on earth, right? And that's not what prophets will be doing. All the things they told you supposedly came from God. No, even if it went through the angel, it's still supposed to be the words of God. No, so they was not supposed to be established, establishing God earth here. Well, we know the demons that work for Lucifer is doing a very good job at establishing Satan establishment here on earth. And I believe that's what God is asking the body of Christ to do right now is to respond as if this were an opportunity. Not not that not as if nothing bad is happening, not as if we should not mourn with those who mourn. Because yeah, there are really sad things going on right now. And I'm not talking about you know, putting on this like fake smile and running around like, oh, everybody should be happy all the time because everybody shouldn't be happy all the time. <laughs> but if we have Jesus Christ living in our heart, then we have life to the full that we are able to share with other people. And when they say to us, why? See, this is what I'm saying. He telling you Jesus Christ should be in your heart. Shouldn't the creator be in your heart? Without the father, there is no son. What woman you know could produce babies. And you want to say Jesus is an exception. So that would mean if he came from a woman, which was supposed to be pure, a human woman, pure, never has sex. Not one time ever. He came from a woman. So, hey, he come from, he started as a boy and grew up into a man. So you think that makes sense when they tell you that you're the body of Christ? And the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, because you go into the story with Mary. Remember, Mary was human. So are we saying Jesus is half human and have something else? Because they also said to prove that when he arose from the dead within three days, he ate meat. He ate meat to prove that I died. I came back. This is me you looking at. Look, I'm going to eat some meat to show you this is meat, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Intriguing stories. Why aren't you afraid right now? We can say, because God has taken my fears away through his son, Jesus Christ. When he came to earth and when he died on a cross for my sins, he, he, took, he took my fear away. My fear of punishment is completely gone. My fear of God's wrath is completely gone. Even my fear of death is completely gone through what Jesus Christ did for us. And then, you know, people are, some people are going to... Not what God did for us. Now, remember, Jesus came. Jesus is supposed to be gone because this is why they say the Messiah, the Messiah shall return. Do they not say this? So you got to ask yourself these questions because listen to what he's telling you. He's giving more praises to the son than the father. I don't care if they tell you Christ is the way to get to your father. We're going back to a middle man. If God said, come to me, self-wholeheartedly, self -hold with sincerity, as your Lord, I shall give you forgiveness. He said, come to me directly. Basically, that's a direct, uh, informative sentence or paragraph. Come to me. Don't go to Muhammad. Don't hang around the popes and the bishops. Don't go to Jesus Christ. My Jesus, tell the Father what I want. Your father knows, hears, and sees everything. So why would you waste time telling somebody something that, you know what I'm saying, basically they know already? I tell you, man, people got this screwed up. They got more Christ in them than they believe in God. It must be. Listen to how you, some of these preachers speak. TJ, TD Jakes, any of them. Yeah, they talk about God, but listen to them. How much more Christ you hear than you hear of God?
So that means they giving both of them praises. So you want to say Jesus is praiseworthy, but we worship God. No, no man should be praiseworthy. Leave that shit the fuck alone. You go for being praiseworthy, the next ain't no people worshiping you. Respond to that and like, you know, roll their eyes or whatever. It doesn't matter. But at least they're going to hear, you know, the, a seed is going to be planted in their heart. A seed of the truth of the gospel and a seed thing? of someone seeing Jesus through you. You know, I've had people say to me before, what is different about you? People should be saying that to us all the time. So, so my practical encouragement to you about this is, is just to wait upon the Lord and, and just say to God in prayer, God, is there a, a, an opportunity you put in front of me right now, maybe to witness to one of my neighbors, maybe a family member, maybe someone I'm around all the time that I'm, you know, in close proximity with now that I'm usually not around, whatever it might be, uh, I, I just encourage you to go to the Lord and, and let him give you those creative opportunities. Let him direct you to those people who need to hear about the love of Jesus Christ, the grace of God, which is freely available to us, to every person who accepts it, to everyone who turns away from sin and to Jesus Christ. The third thing I want to share you know with you saying? is... Everyone who turns away from sin, turn to Jesus Christ. Not those that turn away from sin, turn to our Father in heaven. You got to understand, I speak much about concepts. If the Creator is the Alpha and Omega. Is He who created us? Is Him we shall return to? We shall not return to Jesus. We shall not return to Moses. We shall not return to no prophet, no messenger. We shall only return <clears throat> back. Excuse me, to the one that has used His craftness to create us, His skills, His talent, His beauty. That's all that was put into that. So you have to understand when these people tell you you got to have Christ in your heart, you have to have the father in your heart. You have to have the founder of life existence in your heart because he's the founder. So why not, you know, what I'm saying contribute all your praises to him. Why go through some images or some things we've been told that happened in the past, not know is it true. But there's more indication of truthness, truthfulness that our Father do exist. This is the third thing I believe the Holy Spirit gave me today. Um, that that is a it, it's something that God is saying about the coronavirus, and it is that these are birth pains. And if if you know the reference I'm talking about, the Bible talks about how in the in the end times, in the last days, we are going to see we're going to see. You know, the, the crazy things that are happening in the world, the, the economic crises, maybe the wars and famines, that kind of stuff, even um, things. You got to understand, <clears throat> have you ever read something in some religious book, like the Bible or anything, and they tell you something about there's going to be economic problems? Who you think makes money? You think your Lord makes money? Our Creator has nothing to do with money. That was a man-made invention, and it's proven that it's nothing but devilness. Not because of what people do for money, but what's printed on the money. The messages that they are circulating into society, into other countries. It's not about value far as, how can I say, like purchases or things you can purchase. It's more about the message that's imprinted on this money. doesn't matter where it's from. It's all double-coded. So your Lord has nothing to do with money. So if you read something, oh, the Bible said that, you know, money would be part of money. Your father created us without money, out of nothing. So why would he need money? Why would he need the Oscars? Why would he need the Tony Awards? Why would he need statues when statues are forbidden? have to do with the environment, uh, natural disasters and catastrophes. We're going to see, a, a, you know, those things getting more and more prevalent in our world. And this is just part of that. I, I'm not here preaching a message of Jesus is coming back, back you know, this year or tomorrow or, or anything like that. I don't know when he's coming back. You know, Jesus says we're not going to know the day and the hour. But he did say we are going to see obvious signs. You know, the, the, the closer that day that we get to that day, the more obvious the signs are going to be. And, and I can't think of one time in my lifetime that something like this has happened where the entire world, world has had to respond in the way that we're responding right now. 
But with saying that, what instead of, of instead of allowing that to cause more fear to rise in your heart, this God doesn't want that to happen at all. Rise. Jesus, you know, immediately after he talks about in the in John, he talks about the end times. Immediately after that, Jesus begins to talk about how he says he, he says to his disciples, Do not let your heart be afraid. Do not let your heart be troubled. You know, Jesus is saying, even though you know the truth of what is happening right now, you don't have to be afraid. And, and Jesus even shares with his disciples and with us about the truth of how he has sent the Holy Spirit to be with us, to be our comforter, uh, to, to speak to our hearts. He even says that he, he will explain the truth of God to us. And so when if we're in a state of confusion or fear or, you know, maybe even uh, we're angry right now at God for allowing this to happen, whatever it might be, when we go to God and we say, God, what, whatever you're wanting to do right now in my heart I, I'm just asking you to do it, Lord. I need your Holy Spirit to comfort me. I need your truth. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nothing about the brain. You think it's a coincidence all these athletes, all these celebrities keep telling you it's about the heart? You don't know that you got a heart? You don't know when you have feelings in your heart, certain emotions, sadness, happiness? Okay. Remember, your body does not do anything without the message coming from the mind. Without any messages coming from the mind, you will not move any ligaments. But yet they tell you it's all about the heart. Nothing to do with the mind. You could be dumb. You could be stupid. You could be retarded, literate. As long as you got your heart there in the right place, just have love. Love will solve everything. Hmm. Many people have solved problems and made breakthroughs, even so-called scientists. It was a love for science, but at the same time, they had to use their brain to figure out to get to where they want to be or trying to go and then later on or whenever inform you. So you think they just use their heart too? For people who respect scientists? No, they use their brain. Truth to comfort me, not just the news. It's so easy to turn to, you know, an article that says, oh, things aren't as bad as they seem and try to get comfort out of that when God is wanting us to turn to him he's wanting us to turn to him personally and say god i need you to walk with me personally right now i need your spirit to speak to my heart right now i need to i need to find you and i need to find your comfort today and the other way i believe we should respond to the truth that that these are birth pains you know the the earth is responding to what to the fact that jesus christ is going to come back for his bride one day and the other way i believe we should be responding turn the earth is responding because jesus coming back Nobody know when Jesus is coming, but Jesus is coming one day. So this is amazing. You gotta understand. Same thing. Listen, folks, the virus came out of nowhere. It's gonna soon disappear. We didn't. Words of Kennedy have to go to the moon, but we was challenged. So we accepted. Challenge came out of nowhere. Never told you who challenged them. Just told you it was a challenge and America accepted that we're gonna go to the moon. These things come out of nowhere. And he's doing the same thing right now. As believers, is is we should do the first two things that I talked about. You know, that, that we should be willing uh, to, to allow the Spirit to, to call us to an awakened state. We, we should be, Not if God, God is trying to, you, you know, maybe you've never heard the voice of the Holy Spirit before in your heart. And, and you're going to get to some point, I believe. What did the Holy Spirit sound like? Because, you know, I was hear that even as a kid. You got to know what the Holy Spirit sounds like. What does the Holy Spirit sound like? A flute? A bassinet? A violin? What does it sound like? A, a lion? A chuckle? A heckle? Or whatever you call an animal? What does it sound like? Hmm. Leave. Uh, some, of, some of the people watching this video right now are going to look back at the coronavirus crisis and they're going to say, that was the first time I heard God for myself. Or, or some people, you know, I've never prayed for someone and seen someone healed before. And some people watching this video right now are going to look back at this crisis and say, that was the first time I prayed for someone and I saw God show up and do a mighty work in front of my eyes in my life. You got to understand. They said many will come in the name of Christ. They also said many will come as, as false prophets. Hey, they said Christ used to heal people. He healed people from leprosy. All the stuff Christ did, right? Now, did he not say for the first time, God is giving you a chance to pray for someone? And then what he said after that? 
Let's see what he said after that. Just in case, maybe I got this whole thing twisted. Comfort out of that when God is wanting us to turn to him. He's wanting us to turn to him personally and say, God, I need you to walk with me personally right now. I need your spirit to speak to my heart right now. I need to, I need to find you and I need to find your comfort today. And the other way I believe we should respond to the truth that, that these are birth pangs. You know, the, the earth is responding to what, to the fact that Jesus Christ is going to come back for his bride one day. And the other way I believe we should be responding to that as believers is, is we should do the first two things that I talked about. You know, that, that we should be willing uh, to, to allow the Spirit to, to call us to an awakened state. We, we should be, if God is trying to, you know, maybe you've never heard the voice of the Holy Spirit before in your heart. And, and you're going to get to some point, I believe. Uh, Not hear the Holy Spirit with your ears, even your mind. But you hear it with your heart. So basically, tell me, the spirit speaks to the heart in a voice. Because he said, you never heard the voice. What is a voice? A voice is a tune, a sound, a rhythm. This is what a voice is. So, okay, he felt a sound going, pressure, putting pressure on his heart to tell him that's the Holy Spirit. And when to just come to and speak to him naturally or, or whisper in his ear. Oh, my God. Some of, some of the people watching this video right now are going to look back at the coronavirus crisis and they're going to say, that was the first time I heard God for myself. Or, or some people, you know, I've never prayed for someone and seen someone heal before. And some people watching this video right Never pray for someone. But now that you don't pray, check it out now. Whether you're a believer of God, never was. For some reason, the corona number six got you to the point where you said it must be a God. I'm going to pray for someone. I'm going to pray for anyone. So having the person you pray for is sick, and then you, God comes down from out the heavens and heal this person. <sighs> Jesus cured people of many things, but we know leprosy is supposed to have been one of the things, right? He prayed for the people and cured them of leprosy. Hey, coronavirus got people praying, and 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 it's cures and, and stuff is happening. We have miracles going on right now this day, but I thought miracles was with the prophets and messengers. We got miracles going on right now. Okay. Now we're going to look back at this crisis and say that was the first time I prayed for someone and I saw God show up and do a mighty work in front of my eyes in my life. Not just something I read about, you know, that happened a long time ago or that happened for some missionary on the other side of the world, but something what that you, God did. What do you think you're talking about? Something they read a long time ago. They're talking about the scriptures. Is not Jesus a long time ago? A.D. After the death of Christ? B.C.? Before the birth of Christ? Okay then, long time ago. And use me to do today, right now. And so, and, and I, I honestly believe we should, as Christians, we should always be looking back, you know, and saying, wow, look what, look what God has been doing. We should always be able to look back and see what God is doing, but we should also look forward with expectation of what God is going to continue doing. And we should also allow the fact that these are signs of Jesus' imminent return. We should allow that fact to to remind us of, of what Jesus has said about the Great Commission, about uh, the, the, the commandment that he's given us as the body of Christ. Now, <clears throat> there's two ways of looking at this. One, you could believe Corona number six is by the hands of our beautiful, merciful, gracious Lord, creator in heaven above his throne. Another way of looking at this, well, they said this stuff was created in the lab. Some reports said it was by accident. Some reports said this is some mischief that they've been working on. So do we believe man created this havoc? Because we know man, man is very destructive. Look at what mankind looks like now. Oh, God, merciful, beneficial, magnificent, is going to bring this disease upon us. Okay. We know God is all good. We know man has good, but man also does evil. God is all good. Man has evil in us, and we also does evil. So which one you believe? Lab work or our merciful creator brought this upon his people after he done made this world a utopia? And man has turned it into a dystopia. 
You know, and what I love about Jesus' commandments is the Bible says that his commandments are not burdensome. So this is not something that is, you should do this or else. This is something that, uh, this is the best way I can phrase it, is when the life of Jesus Christ is, is filling our hearts, when the love of God, you know, the, the Bible says the Holy Spirit pours out God's love in our hearts. You know, have you ever seen someone uh, fill up like a, a cup full of juice or milk or something and where they... Before he get too far with this, he just told you <clears throat> it's not mandatory, right? Which means you have an option to follow any religion. But people force their religions. Organizations force their religions. They come to your community trying to recruit you. Sometimes they knock on the door. Sometimes they set up trailers and bring candy and scoop your kids up and sit them there. Okay, then. This is not being forced on you. Whatever you're supposed to be doing a nice thing, but if you're about religion and your pamphlet say, yeah, we want more kids and we're going to have fun time games there and also some religion. So that is one way where the situation is being manipulated into these kids having this mentality of maybe later on talking that they are some good Christians. But once people knock on your door, 10 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 11 o'clock, people coming through your neighborhood telling you, come here, let me talk to you. We got pamphlets. Doesn't matter what religious organization it is. They forcing on you. But then some people go, oh, no, they just out there trying to bring the words of God to the people. Hmm. That's so how much people is far from our creator, that we need people to bring out pamphlets to tell us about our creator. You need somebody to tell you something about your mother? Besides your father or your mother, grandparents or your mother's siblings, who else would you need to know or you can know that could tell you something about your mother? Okay, then. So why could we not identify ourselves with our father in heaven? They pour it literally all the way to the brim and then it begins to overflow. That is what God's love should be doing out of our hearts right now. The more that we are, are seeking him, the more that we're allowing his word to, to saturate our minds and our hearts, the more that we are, are, are abiding in Christ. And the more you allow Jesus' words, basically, it's like seasoning meat. You may cook it later on, a few hours later. You might even cook it days later because you want the seasoning to give that meat a certain desirable taste that would normally and hopefully be satisfying to the taste buds and the tummy. But yet, he also makes sure he keep referring you back to Jesus, the middleman, and not consistently, not consistently referring you back to our Father in heaven. Spending time in God's presence, the more, you know, that we are literally just responding to him in faith. It, it is not, this, this is not a walk of effort. This is a walk of faith. It's literally just a walk of, I'm choosing to believe God today, whatever he says, and then I'm going to leave the rest up to God. You know, the, the, the weight is not on our shoulders to make something happen. The weight is on God's shoulders. And Jesus actually already carried the weight of the world on his shoulders. When they tell you Jesus carried the weight of the world on his shoulders, but church and religious places tell you, you are to repent. You go and imagine it, they talk about repentance. In our time, they also believe in Jesus. In the Quran, there's a whole chapter of Jesus and Miriam, a whole chapter of mother and son. So you can't say Muslims don't believe, because I never read nothing about them in the Quran that says, oh, Jesus was a devil, Mother Mary was a, a prostitute. Nah, they give full respect. But they just tell you, hey, you also got to deal with Muhammad. You can't accept one or two prophets and not accept, accept, accept the whole list of prophets. So whoever is supposed to be a prophet, you got to accept all of them. Because you remember, Jesus said, I did not come to change the law of Moses. I only came to enforce the law of Moses. Now, accordingly to the law of Moses, also speaks about repentance. Hmm. This is before Jesus. After Jesus, we still talk about repentance. So my question is, how did Jesus carry the weight of the world on his shoulders? We still live in a sin. We still live in a constant havoc. 
Right now, we have a purge going on. We have people being disrupted through government, through religion. People are confused, don't know what to believe between network media and religion or anything else. So they got the society right now the way they want the society. And you have to realize how much they use religion against you. It does help some people. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, there's only a certain amount of good substance you could get out of that. Then the question is, where do you go from there as you keep your belief in the creator? When he died on the cross. So when we step into that, that fullness of life, you know, that, that spirit-filled uh, abiding in Christ walk, we get, we get to literally just overflow with the good news. We, we get to say, man, God is so good. And even during this hard time, he's been, he has been doing some amazing things. And I just want to share that with you. You know, I just want to share where this life is coming from with you. And it's coming from Jesus Christ. So I'm almost done, but I want to say one more thing. My youngest daughter, Laura Lee, uh, she's two and a half right now. And every time she sees me wear this shirt, uh, which says fear is for others. Now, what is two and a half? <laughs> Yo, it is crazy. It is like saying 2.30. So if you were saying 2.30, like I said, you drop the zero. Yeah, you like, it leaves you 23. But at the same time, it means two threes. That's just how they do it. Sometimes you may hear me say how I break it down to show you how there's two, two threes within each other. And sometimes you listen to this stuff, they may mention three one time throughout the whole footage. And I'm like, this will mention three? Because I didn't hear nothing else unless I missed it. Because they will tell you three, and then turn around and tell you, like, because there was three other people around. But they tell you three times I did this. Uh, it's just crazy. It's all hocus pocus. It's a form of magic being formatted into what they call news. Uh, she sees the picture of Bruce Lee here. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a blurry picture. But every time she sees that picture, she says, that's you, Daddy. That's you. Anytime someone compares me to Bruce Lee or gets me confused with Bruce Lee, I take that as a compliment. Um, so, you know, I laugh about it. This man looks nothing like Bruce Lee. He looks nothing Asian. He doesn't even look like he has Asian in him if he does. And people get confused when they see that shirt and look at him. Clearly, you could tell Bruce Lee is of an Asian native country. Native to a country that's Asian, but yet people look at this white man and get him confused. I tell you, these people will be playing games with your mind. After all this stuff he done told you, he said he ain't lied to you like this now, telling you come to the spirit, the spirit gonna push you. And now he here telling you a lie. I tell you, these people not to be trusted. None of them. When they come to religion, always try to state facts, ask questions, but don't just ask questions to attack. Ask questions that you could consume and add into your files of knowledge as you try to figure some of these things out for what is actually worth and not just what you're being told. It's hilarious, but I've tried to tell her, no, this is not me as Bruce Lee. And every time she just says, that's you, daddy, that's you. And, and I honestly believe that is what people should be seeing when they look at us as believers. When they look at us, they should say, that there's something different here. I don't know what it is, but when they find out what it is, they realize they were seeing Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible actually says that we should walk wow. in the same Damn, manner in which he at? walked. Don't know what it that, is. That, might, that verse might blow Jesus. your mind. When I read that for the first time, I said, Man. "Wow, I'm not walking like that." You know, I'm not walking the way that Jesus walked. But but that is what the Bible and actually. That's what they tell you in the Catholic Church. They're trying to live the life with Jesus. This is why these people. Don't get married because they said Jesus didn't get married. Jesus was pure. But you also said Jesus is the son of Christ. You're not the son of Christ. You're just one of the sons that the creator has out of so many that he has created. So with that said, how do you go into Jesus Christ and not the creator? See how they flip flop the information. You have to be clear with certain things. You can't say Christ is going to take you to heaven through his way, but then say you got to also know there's a father or believe in a father. It's the father's way. Same way they tell you movies is my way or the highway. 
there's my way, there's no other way. Like a boss might tell you, you might suggest something, and they say, no, we're going to do it this way. I'm the boss. There's no other way of doing this. I've been doing this job forever. Well, good thing we're coming to a closing. Says, uh, go, go look that verse up and read it for yourself. And if you don't believe it, and, and you know, when you face hard verses like that, Ask God to to help you to believe those verses, and he will. He will show up personally, and he will help you to walk in faith, and he will help you to beat fear, no matter if it's the coronavirus or, or you know financial crisis, whatever it is. He will help you to, to kick fear to the curb and to begin to walk in faith every single day. I love you all so much, and I'll see you next time. Yeah. Hey, y'all, so I really hope I you enjoyed this video. I want to tell you about a cool end. opportunity. You can go. I'm gonna need this line opportunity. With that said, Panda Dully, maybe this crashed on me. I haven't seen no other names come in here. But hopefully this came on replay. Drama rock, drama rock, drama rock. Everyone stay safe and have fun. Live your life peacefully. Peace.